the tram stamps by doing this are sending us back instead of moving us forward yeah. in terms of again it's this kind of revolution it's, yeah it's very white liberal feminism yeah. and that is the worst type of feminism because it's so performative and it's so narrow it's so like what are issues that affect me personally and nobody else and that's the only right fe- like i cannot stand that feminism if your yeah. feminism is not intersectional, if your feminism is not queer friendly, if your feminism doesn't care about uh, BIPOC women, if it's like if it's not any of these things and more, there's no point of being a feminist. If your concern is like make tampons free. Hey everyone, it's Karina. So I was a big dum-dum this time around and didn't double check my audacity settings. I thought my microphone was set up and ready to go and it wasn't. So the entire time we recorded this, my headphones were picking up the audio. So uh, I apologize for the drop in quality. Uh, Sorry about that. (laughs) Okay, so Roke here has never listened to any of them. We're gonna show her some wait, stuff. Hold on. Oh wait, what? <laughs> you do it? Are we doing an intro? I guess I thought no. <laughs> I don't know. Hi everybody. Uh, we're. It's gonna be interesting how we do this video today. <laughs> Trust the process. <laughs> You know who we are. We've been here before. <laughs> but we... <laughs> but Rogue hasn't heard them. And so we're going to show Rogue tram stamps. I want to die. Wait, no, that's not the song. Then... Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fitting. It's fitting. I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry. But it's fitting. I'd rather die. We're going to show Rogue, I'd rather die. And then we'll come back and we'll see what she thought. Okay. Break. (laughs) Okay. You heard it. What did you think? I'm confused. So. (laughs) (laughs) About what? (laughs) Well. um, Okay. So clearly very like paramour aesthetic with specifically mm-hmm. especially specifically the room that they're singing in i mean we watch the music video so has like it's the very misery words. business yeah um also i'm getting kind of early 2000s impressions like they're trying to i don't know i i guess if they're in their late 20s they're that's the kind of music that's the kind of music that, that that would influence them anyway. Um, but, <laughs> so the chorus. <laughs> what part, so it's very Tumblr, or like old Tumblr, like, oh, straight, oh, do, white. Do hold those thoughts on, tum- on Tumblr, though, because that will come up again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> straight, oh, straight, white guys, they're the devil, blah. Um, blah. Very Tumblr, but like in a song. So what about? I'm conf. I don't understand. There wasn't enough narrative to the song for me to understand what 
it is specifically about <laughs> straight white men that you don't want to hook up with anymore because everything that they were singing about I feel like could be any man <laughs> also are you saying that you want to hook up with like gay men because that's not okay Mm-hmm. Hold that thought, too, because okay. it will also be something we delve into. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just, you know, sort of... So, just to give you guys sort of a rough uh, sketch of how this video is going to go, Karina feels very strongly about them. <laughs> this is I... my first, like, full, fully researched video, and I'm really hyper-fixated <laughs> on this. <laughs> She did a lot of beautiful work. It'll all come together, I'm sure, in a lovely way. I saw them... I guess... Because, like, we're both on TikTok a lot. I watch TikToks all the time. So I sort of saw them come along. And I saw everybody reacting to them. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then at the same time, I was like, oh, let's talk about this in the video. <laughs> so... And I have my opinions that are for... Not really any or for them, but I still will be playing Devil's Avocado as we go along. Um, just because I don't know if I feel that, like, I'm kind of torn. I don't know if they're, if the criticism they're getting is all deserved or if they're right and it is misogyny. So we're going to talk about all that. And stuff. I... I'm an out-of-touch millennial who doesn't use TikTok, so I have no idea what's going on, and I have a lot of questions. I'm the resident Gen Z, so this is... <laughs> yeah, and it's weird. Okay, so, like, technically I am a millennial because I was born at the cutoff year, which I think is very interesting because my best friend is nine months younger than me, so she is a Gen Zer. <laughs> I mean... All it's of these not, generations I, are, like, very <laughs> loose. It's not like, oh, you were born the month after the cutoff? Sorry. <laughs> You're... I mean, well, I, think, I think we all have side parts, to my knowledge, so. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a founding father with a middle part. I'm sorry, I can't do it. <laughs> You've all seen that TikTok I made. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. It was, it was glorious. <laughs> um, okay. But, so, so, okay, we got your first impressions of the song, and we're, we are going to take some time to really deep dive into, like, all that stuff, but I do want to just sort of... Also, um, I do want to say, you, I want to clarify, oh, yeah. from what I said earlier, I understand there are more sexualities than, hopefully everybody knows by now, <laughs> I understand there are more sexualities than just gay and straight, but my point is, <laughs> my point is... <laughs> One, you can't hook up with gay guys. That's not cool. Two, you can't do that. Two, not. I mean, you know, hashtag not all men, whatever. But, but most that's like two <laughs> that's and a right. half. That's like two and a half. Two <laughs> or one and a half. Um, it's, I don't understand. <laughs> like other other queer sexualities are gonna have this issue too. If they're if you're hooking up with them in a hetero relationship i don't understand <laughs> yeah no and that yeah that's definitely there's a lot to unpack with that song but at least you've seen the gist of it and you already your mind's already it's brewing broken and stuff and that's <laughs> and that's where it's supposed to be okay but i'm gonna just say this at the beginning and i'm probably gonna repeat it by the end 
Um, the one thing I will say, as somebody who has listened to all three of their songs, I listened to, to my understanding, uh, Paige, Blue Hair, doesn't have their own solo career, but Marissa Mano and Cara Bay, that is lead singer and magenta hair. <laughs> they're, all, they're all color coordinated. I'll make yes. this easy. Uh, when I talk about them, I'll just refer to them by their colors. Yes. <laughs> but, um, so I've listened to all their stuff and so now I think that makes me a near tramp stan. I don't know what their fans are called. Stan. That should be it. <laughs> I think their, their, their fans um, are called uh, the three band members because they've been caught multiple <laughs> times running their own stan account. Oh my oh gosh! No. I will. I you will get that, into this. It's a whole Vatra you know what, situation. I, okay. What? <laughs> in the corner. Did, yeah, I did actually, you know, that makes a lot of sense, though, because I was looking at one of their tumblers today, and one of the things she retweeted was somebody being like, like, I would have to look it up to see what, but it was basically just saying, like, live long and listen to tram stamps, basically. And I was like, interesting. The band has three songs, like, you don't, you can't get a stand Twitter when you have three songs. You can't live long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't listen to it while you're living long. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. But, um, okay, but now listening to their three songs, now they could, I don't know what's gonna, they could be having a whole album, they could be 20 songs about something else, but all I know are these three songs, and, um, we're going to, I think, the first thing, um, I'm just going to read this one quote from their thing and then we can talk about the rest of it. Mm -hmm. But they say, it's the kind of stuff women talk about all the time with their friends, but no one's ever put it to this kind of music Yeah, nobody's before. ever made a punk this. song about, yeah. you know, like, Paramore, I'm... Evanescence. Nope, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Remember yeah. this quote because I'm going to bring it up later. And really delve into it. <laughs> yeah, and I guess my biggest issue with Tramp Stamps is that, like, okay, very Paramore-esque. And, um, and I was like, you know, I listened to, like, you know, Misery Business and all that stuff. Because I was, like, in the mood to sort of cleanse after this. I'm sorry. <laughs> and there's, like, nothing to, like, carve into. And not necessarily that you have to like some songs are just fun like yeah. some Avril Lavigne songs are just fun and they don't like it's not like this political deep dive into anything um you could just have a song like that um but if you're gonna advertise is like what women always talk about in private but never had the guts to say out loud then I'm sorry you need to say more than men sex bad <laughs> <laughs> and that is all they have to say be a little more radical you know <laughs> If I can pick up what you're putting down from, like, any Married with Children rerun, <laughs> somehow I feel like you are missing out on some opportunity. You know what? Like, like not, to, <laughs> not to gatekeep punk, like, you don't need to go to, like, eight feminist theory lectures before you can, like, be a punk band. But, like, say something a little bit more, you know? Like, bring a little bit more to the table than just voice sex very bad i'm not good at it i mean they, that's yeah. bad they took a page out of amy <laughs> schumer's book i guess yeah <laughs> like so 
I have lots to say about them, but something that I find right. very funny is that they, they're very obviously trying to relate to, like, the Gen Z crowd mm-hmm. of TikTok, where it's like, oh, yeah, it's a bunch of alt girls, and they're like, mm, like, like that. Um, <laughs> and, like, the most relatable thing that they could think of was, like, having bad sex. <laughs> and it's like, Gen, Gen Z, where <laughs> most of them are still teenagers. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, don't you just hate when you hook up with a dude? No, I'm 15 and a virgin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I... Yeah, I don't... So, I think... Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Oh, yeah, so... Like, we're we're gonna come back to this song and all their songs. But, um, do you want to give us a quick, uh, little... History lesson. ...on Tramp... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I broke I broke my <laughs> notes into parts. So part one: Who are the Tramp Stamps? Um, so it's three members. There's Marissa, Paige, and Caroline, also known as Girl Boss, Gatekeep, and uh, Gaslight. <laughs> you almost said Gaslight <laughs> again. Lovingly, Gaslight. Yeah, I really had to be careful. That's I, I sent them uh, both. <laughs> like a Snapchat of me trying to like explain this, and I said Gasky. <laughs> I really do be tripping over my words. So, uh, so these three ladies um, who are color coordinated: Marissa's purple, Paige is uh, blue, and Caroline is pink. Um, on their TikTok, somebody was like, "You guys are literally the bisexual flag," and then they made a TikTok about it. Keep this in mind. So, <laughs> where, where did all of this begin? So, on April 9th of 2021, the band posted a short video to their TikTok, which consisted of the three band members badly lip-syncing to their at-the-time upcoming song, I'd Rather Die. The three of us just listened to the song. And Garbage. we'd rather die. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather die than listen to that again. The three very quickly became an internet laughing stock. Some of my favorite comments from the original video. This slaps on mute. Bestie, this is not good. Girl boss. If this song gets famous, I blame capitalism. I thought this was Victoria Justice singing at first, and now I can't unhear it. So those, the rest of it, all the comments are like this. Like, not a single good comment. Oh. They're all just like... You know what's funny, too? It's, you know, I feel like because they were just so aggressive on TikTok, because, like, I saw and, like, you know, they removed, they ended up removing the sound and all that, (laughs) but I saw some girls, like, some, like, queer girls just lip syncing to the song and, like, wearing, like, in different, like, cosplay outfits and (laughs) stuff. I saw, like... People were kind of vibing with just the, um, the audio chorus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, just like the chorus. And I think, like, I watched, so this, I, you know, I saw some of them, their stuff on TikTok, and I didn't know what was going on. And then I saw people, like, stitching <laughs> with it. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is what's happening. Because I was watching, I was like, some of like, some of the put a finger down challenges, like, kind of go over my head anyway. Mm-hmm. Um... But they did some that people have problems with, and we'll talk about those. But I watched their compilation. Like, these are the TikToks on their <laughs> YouTube channel. Like, they were like, you know what? These they put together are- their own compilation. So, red flag number one. <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna, like, mention that. But, like, yeah, it's not, like, 
that's what fans are for. Like, fans will think you have enough to put on the table or something. <laughs> the fans but... will, like, find the fun stuff for you. Um, if, you they... if you have a big enough platform. We're pretty small, so I'm still working on the kind of friends out of context stuff. But that's <laughs> because we're very small. Uh, that's because we want to laugh at it. stamps. Uh... I'm going to get into this in a second. Um, they're signed, and they have, like, highly produced stuff. So you would think that they'd have fans, but they don't. And I'm going to continue speaking on that later. Like, okay, so, yeah. So everyone's like, okay, they're the industry plant. And I, I don't know how... I don't know how I feel about that. Like, on one hand... It's we. It does feel disingenuous because clearly they do have backing because like people on TikTok are like they're literally signed to people, mm-hmm. uh, not great people. But we'll, I think that's we'll coming. <laughs> um, but I because at first I'm like if they like if they're an industry plant that's not like in their pop punk that's not like. The worst thing. I didn't. I didn't know if like I felt like they needed like. I mean, to get so okay, much hate on. But from like, but from what it sounds like, it sounds like mostly the people saying that it was an industry plant were just like trolling, mostly not like necessarily that they didn't mean it. Um, although I think some people do throw that kind of thing around when it's when they feel like the music isn't sincere. They say industry plant. Uh, mm-hmm. which is fair, but it's it's more like a, that's such a light criticism, I feel like, to get so upset yeah. over. Yeah. Like, out of, out of all the things that are being said about the tram stamps, like, industry plant is, like, the thing that they're the most upset about, um, and not upset about the fact that uh, the racism, the working with a known predator, the this and this and this, which again we'll get into. I mean, they also they also yeah. got upset that people called them a queer punk band, though. So, yeah, when the, yeah, that's, when you yeah, guys are literally the pride flag. He he, stop calling us a queer band. Blah, blah, like, which is it? <laughs> which is it? Yeah, you know that is weird because like this, like I remember, um, like. Johnny Galecki was doing like an interview one time and someone like whoever this was I don't even know what show it was but they were like asking him like does it bother you that people like think you're gay all the time and he was <laughs> like why would I be bothered by something that's not offensive yeah. <laughs> like, why would you be bothered by exactly. something that's not offensive <laughs> it's they're like fine. it's queer baiting no <laughs> that's not what queer baiting is like if you think that yeah exactly and, like like, I can't control it, but I'm also not mad about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, if it's incorrect, it's just incorrect. But it's, we. it really says something about you if you're like, don't call yeah, me no, we're gay. Not. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, on the one hand, like, but I, again, because I do want to kind of just give them the benefit of the doubt a little bit. I can see maybe, although I like, I still don't really get it. But maybe their thing about not wanting to be a queer band is that 
they don't want to like they just want to be seen as a band but they don't want to feel like they have like to be clear to be like accepted or something well then they should have said that instead of just like yelling about not being a queer band yeah like if the issue is like we don't want to take up space that isn't ours like we don't want to come across as a queer band when there are very other like there are lots of other really talented queer bands we don't want to take up that space i would like if that's the reason okay i can accept that but it just comes across as like them being like ew gross no like why would you think that like you're a gay band that's disgusting yeah no that is weird it does read that way because like like Lil Nas X is gay and a performer but I don't think I mean maybe some people do now but I don't think I think of him as just a musician and like a pop star or you know yeah and not like so I so I guess I was thinking maybe it's like the same kind of thing but if people were just like if he was just, just but I do think like, like if you know like people have started calling him like a queer icon or like whatever and yeah I think, and that makes sense that's and i think yeah. that's like obviously he's not gonna get offended by that and that's different right. than being like you're only popular because you're queer and i think the same thing mm-hmm. for the tram stamps nobody's saying you're only popular because <laughs> or whatever people <laughs> but, are saying they're popular period yeah exactly <laughs> but, <laughs> you run your own stand twitter if their if their concern is like we don't want to be popular just for that reason because it doesn't seem like you're paying attention to our music you're just paying attention to the queer part that's that's somewhat valid but also like I said they should have just said say- that instead of like oh we're not a queer band get it through your head yeah. our member said she was whatever I'm like. Yeah, she why said do you she have was to? Ex- gay, but like, we're not a queer band. Why do you have like, to explain what? that? It doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. Also, if all of this yeah. is the case, you picked the wrong generation to market to. Gen Z will look at like a frog, and they're like, "Oh my god, that's so gay! I love it." <laughs> yeah, like I yeah. took screenshots of their whole like conversation, so I don't know when we're gonna get into their response <laughs> to all this stuff. But well, I I'm do only have on page one of on my that. notes, so we're gonna <laughs> okay. be here for a minute. <laughs> okay. So, so, yeah. So, we, we mentioned industry plant a couple of times, and, like, up until recently, I didn't really understand what that term is. Urban Dictionary defines it pretty well. So, uh, an industry plant, according to Urban Dictionary, is an artist who has a major or indie label backing their movement, but presents themselves as a homegrown startup label to create a pseudo-organic following. So, it's this idea of, like, oh, like, I did this all by myself, but, like, in reality you had like a team behind you like doing your marketing and you're producing and all that stuff but you're putting on this front of like i did this alone so it it's more appealing to to an audience and like if you have like backing from somebody like pat yourself on the back because that's not easy to do but at least be genuine about that and part of the tramp stamp saga or the discourse or whatever it is stems from that a little bit um, they have never come out and said, they've said, no, we're not industry plants, but, like, nobody's gonna come out and be like, yeah, we had a whole team behind this. Well, they've also but, said that they don't, they haven't signed, right? But they, yeah, some they, of them so are signed to labels. But then they're like, we're, we signed with, like, artists without a label, and then, 
Well, here's what, what here's what people yeah. have like dug up that makes them think that they're an industry plant. So number one is high production music videos, despite just being signed, mm. claims to be indie yet they're already on new music New Music Friday on Spotify. Mm. Most of the band members were singer-songwriters before, but never really gained much popularity, so people are thinking that this was, like, a ploy by their uh, managers or whoever to be like, okay, so the three of you are all talented, not getting much traction in the music scene, let's put you together, we'll give you this new look, here you go, go make us that shmoney. <laughs> Which, like, I do think could have, like, worked, because, like, you know, like, that's basically what happened with, like, One Direction. Yeah, they're all talented Um, on their own. Like, I've heard, like, Marissa's music, and, like, it's, it's okay, it's good, like, but she wasn't, like, getting the popularity that she might have wanted. The one thing I will say as, like, again, uh, just, and not, and I mean, since they care more about being an industry player than anything else, um, just to, you know, I was talking with Bob about it, and, like, he showed me this Hank 3, uh, musician. And so Hank 3's grandpa and dad, also named Hank, were big country guys, and he has a country career. But then he also has a band, and they do, like, really heavy metal stuff. And so Hank 3 does, like, double shows, where, like, the first show is all country, or vice versa, and then the second show is, like, the metal stuff, and, like, it's like, okay, we're gonna take a little intermission, if you like that, you can leave or go, kind of thing, for, like, the people who want it, and, like, the country fans do not like the metal stuff, and the metal stuff don't, people don't like the country stuff, but he still likes both, so he makes both. (laughs) So... It's possible. You don't have to only like one, one style type of music. Of music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to put that out yeah. there. <laughs> so, so moving on from that. Um, so those are like the official like reasons why people think they're an industry plant. These are my examples of why I think in it, they're industry plants. Just because I think that they're kind of funny. And I'm like, mm, I'm seeing through uh, this front that you're putting on. So, why do I think the Tramp Stamps is an industry plant? Number one, if we take a look at their hair, all of their roots are the same length. So, it looks like they all dyed their hair on the, the same, same day. Time. <laughs> <laughs> and haven't you touched it up since. <laughs> so, it's like their managers were like, okay, so on the 15th, you're all going to go to your hair appointments, and that's it. <laughs> no, number two, all of their clothes are from Doll's Kill. Uh, not only is the bar- the brand order... Uh, P racist, <laughs> but no self-respecting punk would buy any of their clothes from Dolls Kill when there are perfectly good stinky thrift shops down uh, <laughs> downtown, downstairs, <laughs> downstairs. Yeah, just go downstairs. <laughs> go through your dad's uh, old from the eighties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, number three, they did a TikTok about recognizing classic punk and emo songs, and they did not recognize MCR uh, or Evanescence. What? Like what do they recognize? Of like emo I'm sorry. Music. So the, can I watch this TikTok? And, I, yeah, yeah. No, I I will show it to you. It's in their compilation. They thought it was good enough to keep, even though that's what mo- a lot of the hate's been coming. Okay, from. we'll watch this after. Um, yeah. Um, but the only thing I will say that again, um, I noticed and like just to be nice, it also felt like they couldn't 
hear the yeah, songs because it kept like <laughs> okay because they kind of kept like leaning in mm-hmm. like and why like confused <laughs> yeah i don't know why like that's like i don't know why they make the decisions that they make and like i'm trying to side with you guys a little bit well, but here, like here's my rebuttal to uh, that so okay. okay so keep in mind they did not recognize evanescence um wake me up which is like meme status how yeah how, like, i don't know how, why not. Yeah. how you can't yeah. recognize that um so they did another tiktok that was like oh like women we love like oh our punk mommies like oh we owe our lives to you uh and it was like a slideshow compilation uh oh, yeah. amy lee this one. is in that compilation so either you just looked up like punk female singers and just picked like the top five and put them into your little compilation or something else is going on i don't know again like the other thing i will say is like you know we only know the three songs they've put out but they're all about men sex bad (laughs) and i feel like one thing I've learned from Avril, who was the first person to show up in that TikTok, um, was that she has written songs about more than two topics. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that yeah. is the minimum. Yeah, boy. <laughs> you need to say t- at least two plus things. Mm-hmm. In order to <laughs> in be a punk pop- icon, you gotta write about at least two topics. <laughs> you have one, you have a lot, you have, you're halfway there. Yeah. We need one more topic at minimum, at bottom. This, is, this <laughs> brings me to my next. This is why Taylor. This is why Taylor Swift has never made punk music. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so my next point. So keeping in mind that they but, are. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh, but you know, speaking of Taylor, you know she does have like two. There's like failed relationships. There's also call, clapping back at haters, and I'm sure there might be a third thing I'm just not that familiar <laughs> I'm with sure her music. I'm sure. Sure. So, <laughs> if she want, I you know. It's more than one. She's closer Very true. than tramp stamps are. That's all I <laughs> So my, my next point. So <laughs> tramp stamps is marketing themselves as like a punk riot girl pop punk band. Their most radical thought is making tampons free. Meanwhile, Gen Z has been talking about anarcho-communism for the last year and a half. And punks <laughs> have been saying ACAB since the 80s. So, yeah, which again, like, brings me to my point of like, if you're going to enter the punk scene and make music, you don't need to read the communist manifesto every night before you go to bed. <laughs> but like, number one, know your stuff. Number two, stand for something. It's it's very like it's very not... liberal feminism. Yeah, it's just it's it's very like like you know like I said like there's just nothing. And it's not like I need to be super, like, blown away like every like, new artist is so... Oh my god, I never unique. thought of this. Women have never made music like this before. I'm so glad I am being represented in the music scene. Thank you so much, girl boss gatekeep and gaslight. Like, it's very... It's just so... It's just weird. And it's... I don't know. It's just also weird because, like, it's so, like... It's just not very good. <laughs> and like, like it's real bad. <laughs> it's not good. It's stinky. I will say of the three of them, I think their song Sex With Me is the catchiest. 
But I still, like, it's the same problem that I have with I'd Rather Die. And also, and, like, I feel like they were trying to be, like, it just, the way that they behave in, like, the video. One, okay, it's they a weird video. They have no chemistry. <laughs> They're three it's girls like have a, no chemistry together. It's a lyric video, and they include flashing lights. And this is a personal thing for me, just because, like, I know people who are prone to seizures. And I'm like, you would think you could at least be safe for a lyric video. Right? 2021, like, and you're not putting <laughs> epilepsy warnings on your flashing they, lights videos. They Get did. with the program. Video games They did have put had a warning, and they, but I just, I don't think it was necessary. <laughs> They're just not like other girls. They make music that's <laughs> like, never been done before. And at one point, like, I don't really, like, remember, like... Well, okay, so one of, like, the lyric, Like, all the lyrics in Sex With Me are about, like, how... You know, you always complain about me, but you're not complaining when we're hooking up all over the place. Snaps to you, wow. guy. What, what then, a wonderful thing that uh, nobody's ever sang about before. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. But, and then at one point I remember, um, <laughs> this was just very funny to me, because, like, for, like, the course of the song, um... Like, the drummer grabs at her crotch in a really weird way. <laughs> and I was like, how punk Wow. <laughs> it was just really, like, well, maybe we'll watch that one after this, too. But it's, like, it's very quick. And I didn't catch it until, like, re-watching it today. But I was like, did you just, like, slap your crotch two times really <laughs> fast? What was that? <laughs> Oh my god. The mm. whole it's a whole yikes. Uh what's my next point? I mentioned this briefly, but their stand Twitter is 100% ran by the band because more than once they have used we in reference to the band instead of using they. For example, we are located in Tennessee. Oh my god. When someone asks, oh no, when someone no, asks no, where no. are you? <laughs> Oh, that is no. a logical level mistake. Yeah, and then um, so, my last point. So there, so of course their song is like, "I'd rather die than hook up with a straight man." Paige has a whole husband. Oh no! How does Paige he is feel married. About that? Do, <laughs> do you think like he, maybe he's... she she comes home and she's like, "Ah, oh, what a great day." About singing about how I hate having sex with cishet white men. Hello, maybe, cishet husband. Is is it confirmed well, maybe, that he's hetero though? Maybe he's queer. Well, he's he's a white guy, so okay. he checks off one of those boxes. <laughs> Probably two. Maybe. Is he is he cisgendered? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to assume anyone's gender, but like, I'm looking at you, and you're a white dude. You are a white dude. That's <laughs> and your one wife box. Thinks about how much she hates that's, me. That's strike one. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe, but maybe it's okay because he has bi wife energy. energy. <laughs> he has bi wife energy. I love that so much. <laughs> I love bi wife energy. Well, to be honest, I'm a hetero guy, but I really try to be a good ally. See, that song is not even punk, but it still says so much more than anything the tramp stamps have produced. <laughs> I love bi wife energy. It's so uh, nice. Oh, man. Oh, what's my next thing? Oh, we're coming into part two, dunking on the band. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> were we not supposed to be doing that before? 
I <laughs> this is just like uh, opening the floor to dunking on the band um, officially. And, uh, yeah, officially. Yeah, yeah, we've been doing that the whole time, but like <laughs> here's some more. So it, <laughs> it has been said to death, but God does their music suck. They claim to make music that's never been done before. I would love to deep dive into the history of punk and talk about this for hours, but it's not super important right now. However, I will recommend Death because they accidentally pioneered the entire genre and black punk bands really get overlooked in the scene. Yes. They're also really funky fresh, so please listen to them. <laughs> Politicians in my <laughs> eyes has like been on repeat in my Spotify for days. It's fantastic. Uh, that being said, uh, I mentioned Riot Girl a little while ago, so I want to talk about what that is. So, the Riot Girl movement started back in the 90s as a response to the male-dominated punk scene. This happened at the birth of third-wave feminism, and at that time, feminism was starting to become more intersectional. It was looking more at issues of uh, how race and gender intersect and how uh, multiple identities can affect, like, your positionality in the world. Sorry to use big leftist (laughs) words, but that's the only way I can explain it right now. Uh, Stay tuned for the uh, KOF educational moments on introductions to socialism. (laughs) But, so, third wave feminism uh, is hot on the scene. Punk music is hot on the scene. But these two aren't really meeting. So, Riot Girl, which uh, I have to hand it to my girls, Bikini Kill and Kathleen Hanna, for really pioneering that movement, um, because they were like, hey, we're seeing this gap, uh, Let's put this grassroots mobilization of third wave feminism into music and let's make it very angry because we're very angry. And then the music slapped. So I'm going to go over very quickly two of my favorite Riot Girl bands. Bikini Kill is one of them and Pussy Riot is my second favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Pussy Riot's great. These ladies went to prison for two years in Russia they put some respect on their name. <laughs> so, uh, this reads more of a slam poem, um, because it is, but it's on one of their albums. Uh, this is called I Busted In Your Chevy Window. <laughs> I busted in your Chevy window because you made me mad. I could not bust your weapon because it's your mouth. I could not bust your weapon because it's a part of your goddamn body. But I can bust materials. Yes, I can bust a window. Yes. I can bust a plate of glass that protects you so all the other girls can throw stones. I can bust your Chevy window because you made me mad. Snaps for Kathleen Hannah. Good for you, baby. I love you. Mwah. Fun fact, they're going on tour <laughs> in 2022, so hopefully, Ooh. if everybody can stay inside and wear your masks, I can go see them because I missed <laughs> that chance when it was the 90s because I was born in 98. <laughs> oh no, you missed it. <laughs> I I missed it, so now's my chance. Everybody, please stay inside and wear a mask. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. What's my next song? Let's see. What's a good one? Hmm. I just just went through, like, a whole bunch of discographies. Right. And finding some good lyrics. Oh, can Um, I just... I want to point out about the the lyrics that you read. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to point out how it's not just, like... It kind of reminded me of the... Oh, I don't know who sings it. The song about vandalism, vandalizing someone's sports car <laughs> before he cheats. Oh, well, I dug Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who sings that? I, whoever sings we'll, that. I don't. We'll put, we'll put it <laughs> yeah. on screen. This is who sings it. 
good song. It's <laughs> um, not punk, it's country, but it's laughs. But that's like, okay, you're vandalizing his car because he cheated on you, which is yeah, whatever. Like, cathartic, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. But I'm not going to advocate for damaging personal right. property. But the the lyrics that you just read, it was, like, there were layers to it, you know? You peel back the layer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very poetic. It, you know, I'm going to damage your property because I can't damage your actual weapon because it's a part of your body. Which, also, mm-hmm. like... Layers. Maybe, layers. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't damage property either, but like if you're if you can't hold yourself back, the choice yeah. of like hurting someone, causing physical harm. So that's mm-hmm. yeah, I I enjoy yeah. that. And a lot of Bikini Kill songs are like that. A lot of it is like it is talking about like violence against women and women's mm-hmm. resistance. And again, that was something that wasn't seen in punk music at the time, and that's why Bikini yeah. Kill's a really important band. <laughs> Ooh, since they like to talk about uh, straight white men, do the white boy next. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, we might have to bleep some of this because it's That's got a fine. bad word. Uh, white boy, don't laugh, don't cry, just die. I'm so sorry if I'm alienate- alienating some of you. Your whole fucking culture alienates me. I cannot scream from pain down here on my knees. So sorry that I think. Snaps for Kathleen Hannah. <laughs> Yeah, that's oof. And there's also Very like intense. I remember the first time I listened to this. I was I found Bikini Kill through one of my friends. Uh shout out to Bambi, excellent friend. Um <laughs> and I listened to the song on repeat to the point where I memorized like the monologue at the beginning. Um and the monologue is I don't know if it was scripted. It feels genuine, but it's somebody in the band interviewing um a dude and they're talking about they're talking about rape culture and the guy was basically saying like oh well you know like like the girls are asking for it because like the way they dress and like all that stuff so that's how the song starts and then it goes into this like just rip on like toxic masculinity and rape culture and all of this stuff uh, and then mm. you look at tramp stamps. Oh my <laughs> gosh! What did they What did they say in their YouTube bio? With a lyrical style that's equal parts social commentary, soul blaring confession, and brilliantly profound storytelling. Let's take a look at some of their lyrics. <laughs> I'd rather die than hook up with another straight white guy. Here's another one of their songs. One eight hundred miss your guts. Just a Tumblr girl and a skater boy <laughs> taking on the world, stuck in Illinois. Uh, sex with me. We've been hanging out for <laughs> we've been hanging out for a while now, and why? When I say hanging out, I mean honking around. <laughs> 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 Doesn't say honking, and not only in bed, but on every couch in your best friend's house. Okay, say something. So say something, please. <laughs> so when they say soul, what part of that was soul blaring? <laughs> None of it. None of it. It's. Like, surface level. I really, I am curious about, like, why these three were our first introduction, because, like, watch this fourth song come out, and we're just like, oh, yeah, no, oh, I was I all wrong. wrong. on everything. I... Yeah, like, watch them drop a song that's, like, a a deep critique on, like, police states and race relations in America and how, like, the black woman is the most disrespected person in America. Why give us this garbage first? But also... (laughs) Why give us this garbage first? 
Also, these are the things that nobody has dared to put in a song before. Nobody's, like, Bikini it's... Kill was writing songs about how bad it is to be assaulted. Before they it's... were even born. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay, while we're, like, while we're talking about their lyrics, I have, like, a few mini rants i just like to, um, get out of the way. So... There's a lot of toxic masculinity, and it exists, and it's bad for everyone. I don't think that shaming men is the way to resolve it. Also, one thing, these three songs talk about the many different ways that men fail to perform in the bedroom. However... What I think would be interesting to talk about is, like, communication with your partner. Like, I feel I don't like when you just, like, finish first and then leave. Yeah. That makes me feel bad. Or I would like it if we did this. Or I don't like when we do that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's communication. And that would be something nice instead of just being like men suck men. in bed. <laughs> and it's just men it's really bad. I just I don't like it because like if it be and like and it's not just tramp stamps because it's not original or unique to them, but I don't like it in like TV or shows where they do it because it'd be if it became like the norm to just joke about like oh well women just lie there like a dead yeah. fish and the men has to do all the work that would be disgusting and horrifying and no one would be cool with that <laughs> but now we but it is okay to say all this stuff that probably gives like you know and if you grow up as like a, a male and you have i can imagine you would just really easily have a lot of performance anxiety around sex because all you hear about is how women are so unsatisfied all the time <laughs> and they'll never really like it and they fake their their orgasm and all this stuff and it's just like that's that's what you felt needed to come to the table that's never been done before is how these guys are just horrible lovers like but in a also in a world where 97 percent this is the issue you talk about <laughs> like ma'am miss girl what is this like yeah i if you want if you I want to critique patriarchy i i love doing that i do it all the time but like have more to say because if we're just saying like men are so bad at doing the sex that helps nobody that helps nobody yeah it is and like i mean this is just like maybe a hot take i don't think it is <laughs> but i just feel like america is so like sexually repressed and i really really like i really feel like it there should be more mainstream things that are just talking about like communication and how like it's okay to have questions well you about know why sex. it's because a lot of the nation was based on religion christianity mm -hmm. and uh, and it, so it's not until recently when our country is starting to get i mean it's still the major religion but starting mm -hmm. to get more away from that in our generations so yeah and separation of church and state and also i mean just yeah just even religious people becoming more progressive in t those mm -hmm. kind of terms so like still mm -hmm. 
having their religion, but also allowing room for sex and understanding that people are going to do it outside of religion. Yeah. Religious practices. So I think I do, I agree with you and I, I'm the tram stamps by doing this are sending us back instead of moving us forward Mm -hmm. in terms of, again, it's this kind of revolution. Yeah. It's very white liberal feminism. And that is, the worst type of feminism because it's so performative and it's so narrow it's so like what are issues that affect me personally and nobody else and that's the only right type like i cannot stand that feminism if your feminism is not intersectional if your feminism is not queer friendly if your feminism doesn't care about uh bipoc women if it's like if it's not any of these things and more there's no point of being a feminist. If your concern is, like, make tampons free, get yeah, out. Yeah, and then... Yeah, I... It's it's real... Like like I said before, like we've been saying, it's just so surface level, and I could get the same thing from, like... A conversation any... with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> or, like... And I love my like, mom. If you just walk onto a college campus... Yeah. yeah. No, you walk onto a college campus, they're going to be like, hey, do you want to join our school's communist club? Because <laughs> my school had one of those. I mean, college campuses have everything. But, like, if you, yeah. if you, like, I don't know. I think it's, like, freshmen at college. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. Like, freshman introduction I, to feminist theory. Yeah. And it's day one. And it's like, yeah. let's spitball ideas of feminist issues. And I would just like to, you know, read this, like, the full verse of their And I'd Rather Die when they get to the section the part. Verse. I don't know how you think we're gonna honk when you can't get it up. I'm sick of hearing it's the alcohol, and when you're finally in the mood, it lasts, like, one or two seconds, and then you're done and want a spoon. Yeah, see, so that's, so, that's really, da- also, yeah, that's really dangerous. That's really rapey. It's, and it's really dangerous, because, like, a lot of men have trouble with ED and stuff, and then it just puts shame on them instead of allowing them to seek help for it. If that's mm-hmm. even what something yeah. they want help for, maybe they don't care, you know? Yeah, like like you can't get then, it up. Like, oh, it's your fault. Uh, he's so probably then, yeah. not into this. Yeah, You're pressuring him like, into a situation where he is not having a fun time. That's consent through coercion, and that's really, really bad. That is not yeah, okay. because like that's. And even if it's, like, even if these are two different thoughts, but it doesn't seem like it, because it's, like, when you're finally in the mood, it's, like, well, it's, like, then why are you fighting so hard for it if you don't even like mm-hmm. it? So, like, maybe if you left them alone or something. Um, and this is just, like, an example I remembered of how, like, communication works uh, from this <laughs> episode of Girlfriends. And... I don't know how all of it would stand the test of time. I have not rewatched it recently. <laughs> but Joan's character, uh, played by Tracy Ellis Ross, was dating a man and she learned he confided in her that he is a recovering sex addict. And so she was like, Okay, like well he was like, I we just want you to take it slow kind of thing until I'm ready. And she was like, Okay, that's totally fine. Like I like you, it's more than that, like we could take our time with this. 
Um, then he was ready, and she was nervous. She was like, oh my gosh, am I gonna, like, be, he's gonna compare me to, like, all his experience. And they did it, and then she was, she was like, you know, it really, like, kind of wasn't it for me. It was, like, really fast and stuff. So then, like, she was, like, worried about that and, like, nervous about it. But then she did, she ended up having a sit-down conversation with him, and she was saying, like, so when we did it, like, it kind of, like, it was it wasn't enjoyable for me for these reasons and he explained like oh you know like honestly like it got like because it had become a vice for him and so much quantity he sort of like lost focus on like his other part like taking his other partner into consideration mm -hmm. and so then they ended up she was like okay so like i understand that makes sense and so, like, I'll help you. And it became, like, they got closer because she was able to, like, show him, like, not to be cheesy, but, like, how to make love yeah. <laughs> instead of just going to bone town. But anyway, like, and I just thought that, and I still remember that episode, even though realistically I was probably too young to be watching that at the time, really. It's but, the standard. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, like, that wouldn't be a catchy enough song, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's continue. Yeah, so. Oh, what is my... Okay, so, going back to their music. Uh, lyrically Garbage. <laughs> says nothing revolutionary. Uh, barely says anything, period. Auto-tuned to the moon and back. For no um, reason, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no reason for it to be auto-tuned, because Marissa can sing, so I don't know why it's doing this. Anyways, um, I guess we could argue that this is pop-punk, um, but punk it is not. And punk is a very, like, do-it-yourself, no-rules type of genre, but if you showed this to, like, any, like, old punk, uh, I'm sure that they would have a good giggle. Um, regardless <laughs> of the genre, though, uh, it's P-Bad. Um... <laughs> But all of this I can overlook. So at best they're an out-of-touch band trying to piggyback on the alt-Gen Z TikTok scene. At worst they're an industry plant. But yeah. all of this all of this is peanuts <laughs> compared to part three, yikes. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. So so they went from being a little cringe to, to being pretty yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Out of the frying pan. Yeah. Into the fire. So Marketing themselves to Gen Z was definitely their biggest mistake because 17 to 21 year olds on the internet are ruthless. If you had a pimple on your chin in 2012, they would find out. Uh, all of this is to say that research was done yeah. and folks found some really nasty stuff about these gals. Uh, drum roll, please. Uh, actually, no, let's play a fun game. Uh, they went through some old tweets. What do you think they found? Oh. Are we checking off the, like, reasons that they were canceled? Or reasons yeah, that people let's, get let's, canceled? Let's take, let's take a guess. What do you think <laughs> Racism. was tweeted? Yeah, Something racist. You're right. Marissa tweeted the N-word a couple of times. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <sighs> so, I don't think we need to talk about why that's a yikes. Um, yes. This isn't the, the last time that the band has been guilty of racism, though. Um, for one, people were say, and like Rogue, you mentioned this a little bit earlier, um, that they were kind of fetishizing uh, queer and like maybe POC men through their song. Um, and they were like, yeah. yeah, so that's a yikes. Um, and oh, okay. So I do need to explain uh, the context behind this. So 
apparently, I haven't found any proof for this, but apparently um, they took the name from another band. Oh. So that's something. And on oh. Tumblr, they had their Tumblr for five hours because people oh. on the site bullied them all. Dang. Which, oh, like, no. round of applause, Tumblr. Yeah. Making me proud. <laughs> making me proud. <laughs> so. Yeah, Tumblr's a scary place. <laughs> Tumblr, I, I grew up there, and it's a, look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that you, you're Exhibit A. I'm, ex- I'm Exhibit A. <laughs> you know, maybe we'll do a deep dive into the 2014 to 2017 Tumblr era, because I have several friends and I um, who were the therapist <laughs> friends, and I'll unpack oh, what that meant later. Therapist friend <laughs> meant staying up until 5 a.m. on school nights, uh, trying to get your friends to not commit die. Anyways, so they're on Tumblr, and people are like, hey, uh, it's kind of messed up that you, like, stole this band name from somebody. And Tramp Stamps replied, uh, sorry, we're too busy not paying attention to cis white men. Eh. And then somebody said, miss ma'am, all of you are, <laughs> are uh, cis and white. And then the band replies, Marissa is literally Italian. Oh my gosh. So, you, uh... let's ignore the fact that they are trying to negate their white privilege by saying that she's Italian. I can't believe I need to say this in the year 2021. If you are ethnically Italian, this is coming from somebody who is Italian, and you have the same skin tone as me and Marissa, you are white. I don't care if you're Sicilian, you are white. I'm sorry. Also, um, that would be like saying, like, even if they said that and somebody was, like, maybe light-skinned or something and they were like, oh, Marissa's black or whatever. That's so... Like, that doesn't mean you're black. Yeah. You can't... Ma'am. So, that was fine. That's... Yeah, that's a weird defense. She's literally Italian. Shut up. Yeah, you know... You're making this look bad. Yeah, while we're on that, I would just, because, like, one of the other things, too, you know, we mentioned briefly how they had a problem of being looked at as a queer, uh, queer punk band or whatever, and they were like, we're not a queer band, Marissa is gay. And Italian. (laughs) And Italian. And, like, I, I don't know how to put this in a different way, but you can be part of a community and still do things mm-hmm. that exactly. are harmful to that community. Yeah, exactly. When did I talk Example. about lateral violence? I think it might have been the Shane Dawson episode, Card in the Corner, yeah. to one of them. Can't remember which video it was. But, like... <laughs> I'll put them both. <laughs> yeah. So, just a, fr- a refresher. Lateral violence is when you're dealing with, like, let's use racism. When you're dealing with internalized racism and that then becomes externalized racism because you hate yourself and now you hate anybody else who looks like you that's lateral violence yeah and like you know other examples include like Blair White uh, it's harmful to her community I'm not saying the tramp stamps is as bad as them I'm just saying it is possible to be harmful exactly. to your just, you can, community just because you can you're... still cause harm if you're part of an oppressed group you can still yeah, cause harm just, to others just because you're in that community or in that group doesn't mean that you have a free pass to do or say whatever you want. It doesn't mean that do you, do, I auto- do you hear that, Nikita Dragon? <laughs> Are you paying attention? I automatically can't be harmful <laughs> because I'm also part of this group. That's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, okay. 
Uh, what's next? next? Uh, the next biggest <laughs> issue I have uh, is the fact that they are associated with Dr. Luke and his label. Who remembers who Dr. Luke is? I don't. He a bad man. Yeah, Dr. Luke was the music producer who emotionally and sexually abused Kesha for a number of years. They went to court. Uh, he was found not guilty, but for what? what it's worth, Kesha, I believe you. What the heck? Okay. Yeah, yeah it and, was like, really, really was bad guy. And they're like, we're radical feminists and we strive to take down the patriarchy through our music. So why are you signed to a known Predators music label? Like, even, okay, it's... so even if they use the excuse, well, he was found not guilty, you would think that, so you would think that feminists would believe the victim. Yeah. Especially like, someone who's Ms. in your industry. Miss Girl, how did you, I don't get it. Why? Why? I don't understand. Yeah. Make it make sense. It's, yeah, the whole, and like, I don't. It's really, it's bad vibes to be, like, I don't know, like, the only two brands that I know them to be associated with are, like, problematic. So you mentioned they get their clothes from Dolls Kill, Mm -hmm. which is racist, and Dr. Luke, and that's bad for those reasons. And I, it's like, why not, like, next they're gonna be like, I don't know... Selling, they're gonna Here's get like an edgy sponsorship. <laughs> We're donating yeah, all of our yeah. stream money to Autism <clears throat> Speaks. Oh no! Oh my god! Like I don't know why they're like why are they only why are they only synonymous with like bad I, brands? I just don't what get is it. this? I don't get it. <sighs> and like, I mean, yeah, like I think it's also weird too. Like, um. If we could just look through their uh, response to the the hate. Oh, their their Twitter notes apo- notes app apology. Yeah, yeah. So um, red flag number two. Okay, so they're upset, and like if people were say like you know I don't want to be taken out of context ever. Uh, so if I felt the misinformation about them was going mad, I'd be upset. Um, so they start off strong. Hey, honkers. <laughs> Tramp stamps here. <laughs> okay, so so they talk about, like, their biggest issues are, like, we are not industry plants, and they go on this, like, long, right, and they're like, we wrote these songs 100% between the band, we chose not to sign with a major label, and, like, that stuff's been debunked, and then... They're like, I think it's flattering. But, like, okay. They spend, like, two lines talking about, like, the racism. Yeah. And then they go on to, like, let's talk about that ageism. You guys are bullying us because we're 29. Like, you said the N-word. See, that's that's another thing that's, like, um, they're, if people, Oh, they're not bullying you. They're like trolling. Like <laughs> they're goofing under, on you. <laughs> understand the internet better. <laughs> That's yeah, it. Like, they're marketing to Gen Z, who are like the most brutal generation on the internet, who will make fun of you because you tied your shoes wrong. And they're like, let's market to them. I'm sure they're gonna love our girl boss punk music. And then they don't. They're like, hee hee, this is girl boss punk music. Oh my god, I don't understand why you don't like our girl boss punk music. 
Yeah, like, I gotta say, if I... Okay, so if people are coming at me and they're like, I think you're a phony, I think you're <laughs> racist, and, um, and you're old, <laughs> I'm going to take issue with, like, okay, look, fine, whatever, but I am not racist, and here's why. I may that is the old, racism, you, but I draw the line at ages. <laughs> Like, what? Like, pick your battles. And, like, I get And they don't even address the whole Dr. Luke thing. Like, okay, if you're not signed with him, disavow. Yeah. Disavow. Yeah. We are not associated with Dr. Luke and will never be associated with Dr. Luke because he is a predator. Or, like, whatever. Uh, allegedly. Uh, I, I, don't know. Allegedly. I don't know. What the allegedly. Laws are. Uh, he was a quite a blah, blah, blah. I believe Kesha. <laughs> I love you, Kesha. So, Mwah. The prey was really good. Oh my god, so good. Then, um, okay, so like, I don't, I just, it's so, it's so mind-boggling to me that like, that's where they like, that's, they are that's the hell they're like, gonna die on, being bullied, quote-unquote. We're, Somebody said we're, that they, they give off Gabby Hanna vibes. Oh my gosh. You know, oh, honestly, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. like, the mm-hmm. only thing that I haven't, because they don't have, like, a big enough presence, <gasps> oh, is that they wait. haven't, like... Oh, my God. Girl boss, gatekeep, gaslight, Gabby. Gabby. <gasps> She's the <laughs> secret fourth member. Oh, my God. She was behind this the whole time. Okay, like, <laughs> we're being silly, but, like, if they did get together... Oh, my God. Also, Can you imagine how bad I think it would sound? Oh, TikTok would explode. TikTok would break. It would, it would break. Oh my god. Every, all of our collective brains would implode. <laughs> like, it would be, it would be a whole thing. Maybe that's going to be their next move. Guys, quick, we have <laughs> to stop talking about it. We're going to give them ideas. <laughs> oh yeah, that is, that is a danger. We're putting it out to the universe. Don't. I do, don't tell I do not welcome this negative energy into my life or the life of my loved one. We're, Wait. we're small enough that it's okay for us to say this, we're but only, don't tell we're only 200 subs, it's fine. Do you think... Yeah, we're safe. Do you think we could, uh, we could play the algorithm by putting Gabby Hanna and Tramp Stamps in our title? <laughs> Gabby Hanna Gabby and Hannah Tramp in, Gabby Hanna joins Tramp Stamps. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, oh what color God. is she well, gonna know, dye her hair then green green <laughs> green yellow orange orange didn't as glad orange is glad she's not in the band <laughs> <laughs> i sure am she blows the mic oh my out gosh. yeah the only thing i that they are not Gabby Hanna's status yet because, to my understanding, they have not used, and well, they're not big enough to, but they haven't used their platform to unleash. To bully other their fans. You know, they, on they, smaller... haven't, they haven't publicly defended Dr. Luke yet, a known predator, unlike Gabby Hanna did for a number oh, of no, months. Oh no, what? Do you remember when she did that? She was no. like, I'm standing behind Curtis Lepore, who admitted to sexually assaulting Jesse Smiles, but I'm going to stand behind him because oh I gosh. care about our friendship and my popularity. Yeah, If you I support mean, Gabby could... Hanna in 2021, you look like a clown. I'm sorry. 
she well she too one thing i you know just so to make sure that when people see this and get upset they know that we did cover our (laughs) our bases she did say that she never defended him and like she never collabed with him but like she because she made like but she did make these tweets and like people were like saying that it was about it, but she basically tweeted like, "Oh my gosh, I'm getting like the popcorn ready." And they're like, "This is Ma'am, like, your friend was assaulted." Like, what is happening here with that? And like, it's just, it's weird. But like, and like, so, you know, since we're on, like, while we're talking about her, I did have feelings about this. Um, okay, New video so next like, week. <laughs> like, stay tuned for that deep dish. Yeah, um, so she wrote her poetry book. Yes. And Rachel Oates, who I, I like Rachel Oates, she's like so, she her vibe is so like lo-fi, yeah. honestly, like, like it's like very nice, calm, like we're just gonna read together and talk about this book. Like somehow she made Shane Dawson's Dumpster Fire stories sound... Okay. Palatable. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't want to die. She found a way, <laughs> and she did it, and I thank her yeah. for that. She's braver okay. than any Marine. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, oh, I'll allow it. <laughs> um, but, so then, uh, she reviewed... Gabby Hanna's first book, and she ha- she was like, okay, some of these are good, uh, I don't like these, and, like, it's, like, there's no layers and stuff, but at the same time, it's just not being subjective. The poems that are literally, that- like, some of these poems I wrote because I had the muse to, others because I had a deadline and I needed to submit pages. And they're not even poems. It's, like, and it- it's, tr- it's trying to be milk and honey, but it's more, like, sour so- cream and... <laughs> toothpaste yeah (laughs) and then she um she sent rachel oates her second book like three years later was like okay like just here's a copy of my second book and then rachel was like okay so she sent it to me me so it'll probably she maybe Mm -hmm. yeah maybe she'll listen then like almost half a year passes so gabby hannah was just lying in wait till people <laughs> forgot i guess i don't know because like it still shows up and recommended so it's not like the like i don't know what was going on but then she like basically just kept tagging her rachel oates's instagram got deleted because a bunch of gabby stands kept flagging yeah, it. five of them and like like I mean, she has, like, five million followers, so. Like, I, it's so. I have 70 alternative accounts. (laughs) It's definitely, like, I don't know, just, like, as far as toxic behavior goes, that's just not okay Mm -hmm. to do. And, like, she says that, like, we're, like, everyone who criticizes her is bullies, but, like, okay, unfortunately. These are high school bullies. Stop being a problematic person like stop finding yourself like okay you you did the whole kenta cosmetics deal and you were like i and like okay this is old tea but i had problems with that if you look on my instagram i did a little story on it like years ago because but i never forgot it okay so she 
Yeah, I've been waiting. (laughs) (laughs) This has been boiling under the surface for years. Yeah, for years. (laughs) Okay, so she took this deal with uh, Kenza Cosmetics. It turns out they're one of those, like, fake dropshipping scam places Mm. where, like, you could get the same brushes from AliExpress for, like, $2. And it was like, okay, it's free, just pay shipping. Yeah. And, okay, so the people were like, hey, like, we haven't gotten it. It's been this long. And that, and then... And then her response, her first reaction was like, okay, like, manage your expectations. Manage your expectations? You said they were worth you, $80, You promoted lady. the brand. What the heck? Wasn't her... And then she's like, then later she... Wasn't her second thing like, well, I got scammed too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we see you then, using the product. You got the I'm product. Like, and she's like, they're not that great. And I'm like, so do you not remember what you said? Because, and like, I remember her, I never think, and I don't really feel like she really addressed this, but the issue people had, like, okay, if it was like, hey, you know, there's like these cute brushes, they're offering them basically like for free, you just pay shipping, um, and they're like, whatever. But the fact that her and Tana, but Tana doesn't apologize for anything <laughs> like this and she doesn't care and like, go shameless, I guess. But... <laughs> Um, like, I guess that's the thing. Don't apologize. Be shameless or make a good apology. Those are your Those options. Those are your only options. There is no in-between. You will, yeah. You will. You can't flip-flop any, between the two. Yeah, because if you, if you, you need to commit to both ends because otherwise, like, that's when you end up in this territory that Gabby always finds herself mm-hmm. in. So, she's, she didn't address the fact, the issue that people had was that she was like, these are worth $80, these are luxury brushes, they're worth $80, but right now, 24 hours only, even though it was for, like, ever, yeah. <laughs> then you can have these for really cheap. And then people were mad about that, and she was just like, manager, you raise them up for me. <laughs> this is, like, I didn't buy them because, because like... of you. Not because <laughs> like, of the manufacturer. I, I did manage they, they my expectations. Yeah. You, you exacerbated them, lady. your fault, Gabby. So, that's old tea, and, like, I really feel like some of the stuff she's been doing lately is, like, honestly much worse so if we do like a full thing on that we could talk about that some more i don't know somebody said I... gabby hanna is behaving a lot like onision and <laughs> oh my god i i mean <sighs> yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it there i mean she's Anyways. she's behaving a lot like um bullies in high school like the mean girls in high school that they yeah they get called out for something that they're doing and then they say no 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 you're doing that to me, and mm. I'm the victim. And I'm it's the victim. Like, what the heck? Like, oh my gosh. Watching her videos about complaining about people bullying her, I'm like, this, yeah. I, and I feel like I'm like, in high I'm school again. I'm neurodivergent. I have ADHD. You can't bully me. Yes, we can. Uh, throw back to that one <laughs> cosplayer who, like, uh, sexually harassed and assaulted a bunch of people, and then she was like, well, I have ADHD. It's like, no, ma'am. No. That's not an excuse. <laughs> That's not an excuse. Anyways, back to tram stamps. This has been <laughs> right, awful. Yeah, yeah. This has been like yeah. another like extra video. <laughs> I'm almost so done. Yeah. yeah. This is this is for the Patreon we don't have. This, okay, they 
they knew what they were getting into at the intro. Yeah. We started you with chaotic you energy. You saw the pizza in the thumbnail. <laughs> when we're ranting about things that upset us, it'll only remind yeah. us of other things that also upset Bob's us. Bob's not here to reel us in. It's like if you give and a mouse a cut out of Yeah, that only works half yeah. the time. Because <laughs> we reel him in with our chaos energy. <laughs> we all remember Silver's Return. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. gosh. Anyways, so tramp stamps. Uh, I want down to the last of my notes. So, personally, I take a lot of offense to hijacking the Riot Girl movement for your own personal gain. The subculture of punk means a lot to myself and a lot of other women, and I frankly find it insulting that they're claiming to create music that's never been done before <coughs> when it has been done time and time and time again so much better, and it completely like invalidates and erases the efforts of musicians who have paved the way for women in punk. Um, Riot Girl is all about anti-capitalist, anti-heterosexism, anti-masculinist, intersectional feminism. It's about giving voices back to women who have been excluded and alienated from punk, and it was done through cultural production. To quote one of my profs, in order to disrupt patriarchy, you have to make people uncomfortable. Nothing about tramp stamps makes people uncomfortable. That's why I am so pissed off about them. Oh, I'm so glad I came to your TED Talk. Thank you. Part four, part four recommendation. <laughs> if you want to listen to some good female-fronted bands slash all-girls slash queer-friendly bands, here's my recommendations. Maybe we'll put them up on screen because it's kind of a big list. Uh, off the top <laughs> of my dome. Bikini Kill, Eat Your Heart Out, Tonight Alive, Meet Me at the Altar, Dream Wife, Camp Coop, Big Joanne, I can't read, sorry, Potty Mouth, <laughs> Thick, Not Your Girlfriends, Paramore, uh, Sledder Kini, I can't read, Girl Friday, Pussy Riot, Seven Year <laughs> B Word, um, these are my bands, you can find a bunch of good playlists of Riot Girl music on Spotify, unlike anything, not sponsored, <laughs> we're very small, <laughs> but it's- You can find <laughs> us on Spotify now, though. Yeah! Kind of friends on Spotify. What a nice segue into saying that you can take us on the go. You can put our chaos in your pocket and take it for a night out on the town. Take us to the grocery store while you buy your soup. Yay! Yay. Yeah. <laughs> you can find it in our link tree in the bio. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, honestly, I'm glad we did this because I feel this was very cathartic. I feel lighter. <laughs> I feel Don't more informed. Feel so much, so much lighter after a good deep dish pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, ready for sweet dreams. Yeah. But in prep for this video, I did have so many dreams about tramp stamps. Yes. So like, and now we can banish them from our thoughts. I cast Forever. them out of my space. I still have to edit this, so I have oh, a little yeah. bit more time with them. But then I'll be free. <laughs> We're going to upload the video uh, and not watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you, Karina. You really, you worked so hard for this, and I, I hope it came out how you liked. <laughs> came out how I liked it then, so... <laughs> <laughs> then Rogue, thank you for listening to her rants on Tramp Stance and my and Gabby Hannah. Gabby Hannah. <laughs> yeah. I feel you're, you're, I feel so much more informed now. 
that's good. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you guys feel informed too. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to comment, like, and subscribe because we all need friends. Okay. Bye. Bye.